0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 21 of the Spearhead Sundays podcast. Uh, Today I sit down with Forte, who is a good friend of mine and uh, a heavyweight within the Australian rap community. He's pretty much pioneered the whole Western Sydney sound of uh, Oz rap, so he's a very interesting person and a good friend of mine and one of my favorite music artists, so I feel privileged to call him a friend, uh, actually. Um, If you would like to check out some of his most recent work, he released four albums this year, and I know you think a guy who released four albums, they just get shitter and shitter, but uh, they're actually very, very good. They're some of my favorite albums. Um, The one that I would recommend uh, having a listen to, if you have to pick one, would probably be his most recent one, which is Can't Sell Drugs Forever. Uh, Or fuck every cunt if uh, you like the sound of an album with a lot of offensive shit in it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, this is my chat with Forte. Uh, Check him out on iTunes and Facebook and everything. And if you like the podcast, support me on Patreon to keep everything free. I hope you enjoy this chat with myself and Forte. F-O-R-T-A-Y. Welcome to Spearhead Sunday's Forte. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you very much for for joining me tonight. What What night is it? Monday night. Something like that. Yeah, probably a pretty hectic Monday. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, mm. so you tell us a bit about yourself. Mm. What do you do? You're a, you're an Australian rapper mm. from rapper. Sydney.
1: Yeah. I'm a rapper from West Sydney. Yeah. And I just rap.
0: That's sick. So you came up, where did you come up from? I came up from
1: Blacktown. Yeah. It's a spot about 40 minutes out of West out of Sydney in mm-hmm. Sydney's West. Yeah. And yeah. So if if
0: you could like describe what your what are you trying to do with with your rap? Are you trying to?
1: I'm just trying to tell a story for a place that was had its own cultural identity that wasn't being narrated right in Aussie yep. hip hop at the time when I started. Yeah, because there was um people representing from different states. The hoods are from Adelaide. Mm. Um. You know, there, f- there wasn't very many big rappers. It was in its early stages. And I don't know, uh, a, t- a lot of the rappers came from Melbourne or fucking Adelaide or, yeah. you know, I mean, Sydney didn't really have its own voice besides Bliss and Esso. Or like, Deathwish cast, yeah, back in the day, but yep. they didn't, I think they were still influenced by American rap. Mm. No one was repping where they were from. They you could tell they're Aussie rappers, but you couldn't particularly tell where they're in Australia. They, were
0: from. they weren't really proud of coming
1: from Australia. Or anything. Uh, no, they're probably proud of it, but no one really, like they were telling stories about the working whatever they were going through, mm. and they weren't going through what I was going through, so I didn't really relate to that. I felt like a lot of the like a lot of them were breakdancers and stuff like that yeah. because they were you know emulating the early American stuff. Yeah, so when I started Aussie, when I started doing Aussie rap, I think it was still finding its cultural identity and then the talk, like the the age had been progressed, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it went from Run DMC to so-and-so and and they were like the Run DMC for that day and then we are the new shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I feel I I was trying to do, bring the new age, bring something new to it.
0: Yeah, because now Sydney has quite a strong scene. Now it
1: does, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because how, how long have you been doing it for?
1: About 10 years, properly. Yeah. Give or take, yeah. Maybe yeah. a few more. Probably since like about 2003. Mm. I started writing rhymes in year 2000, but I was fucking around for a few years. Yeah. Back and forth. I've never really taken, taken rap as serious as I have in the last two months. Oh, sorry, the last two years or three yeah. years. But before that, I was just doing shit and getting caught up in the mix and yeah which side attracts you a lot from you know it's more than just rapping there's a lot to what you gotta play yourself if you wanna yeah you can't you can't just our, be
0: whatever it is you can't just be good at at that one thing There's you know there's lots of behind-the-scenes stuff and your image
1: yeah, and yeah well we'll go through some like talking a lot of shit about a lot of different stuff and if, we're really going through a lot of that stuff and if you really go through a lot of that stuff, you don't always have time to apply yourself to a positive direction. Yeah. Because you're so sidetracked doing bad shit or, or fucking getting high or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like a nine to five.
0: So for, for those who you know, aren't familiar with Blacktown, what kind of, what kind of area is it? it? It's an area that's got a lot of
1: good people and it's got scumbags as well. Yeah. And everything in between. So you've got people... Back in the day when I started rapping, there was people at the station sniffing glue. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you've got, you got millionaires there. You've got... you got mm. you got, every, you got... And everything in between. It's like the biggest lot city in Australia so something. It's got like over 300,000 people. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. And so there's all walks of life, but there is a lot of housing commissions. Mm-hmm. It's probably more known for the bad stuff than it is for the good, but it's not completely bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just like, yeah. It's just cause it's so dense and so populated that a lot of shit goes on, I guess.
0: Yeah. I've noticed that in Sydney compared, it's the difference between Melbourne and Sydney is it seems a lot more packed. Like there's, there's a much wider variety of people. Like for example, I thought here where I'm staying, I think it's quite nice. The people seem to be quite well off, but just down the road, we drove past some housing commission.
1: This, this place is changing because, cause it's a city, the real estate's gone up. And yeah. there was bad areas everywhere. The city was just as bad as the west. That sometimes, like we're on a corner from Redmond, sometimes the shit that went down there is worse than the shit down there. But now they move a lot of them people down out west. And yeah. every area's got bad shit. But the city areas now, because the property value is so high, they're moving all these housing commissions to cheaper areas and selling the land or doing whatever the fuck they're doing with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's pushing it all the bad shit out into the west you know what I mean and and the west is like a big cultural mixing pot of all sorts of nationalities and refugees and fucking all sorts of shit you know what I mean so it's really it's really diverse and Aussie hip hop had not it's almost like a mini America in Mm. a sense cause that's so mixed but Aussie hip hop like say Hilltop Hoods, I say is like the music for white Australia yeah you know what I mean, like, well, Aussies. I would agree
0: with that because oh. I hilltop, I, I get their music, but I, I don't, I don't the the message that they try to push, I don't relate with too much because I like yeah. like the stuff that you talk about in your music or or like Cursor or a lot of other, I I prefer the West Sid scene because it's more yeah. more about the struggle yeah. almost.
1: But we don't always just focus on that as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. We got. We've got a lot of different things. Like I went to Adelaide and I'm driving through traffic and I see an Aussie in his ute coming home from work pumping the hard road or whatever it was. And so I understand their demographic. Yeah. They've got the radio and a lot of tradies listen to the radio. and A lot of places in Australia are still widely dominated, but Mm. the West is like one that's more mixed than probably anywhere in Australia.
0: Yeah, which you're right about that in America because America's got you know, a crazy amount of different nationalities with people from everywhere and especially they've got that whole culture of, of the African struggle as well. Yeah. Because
1: they've come from, you know, slavery where yeah. we... And now a lot of them have been here for 10 years so they're starting to adapt to the ways and you yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah. So there is... So the story I've seen in West Sydney wasn't being told by any Aussie hip-hop artist yeah. before me. Um, yeah, that's basically why I started.
0: Yeah, I think that's... um that's a really good thing to just to just you know talk about what you know and and because as me talking as a fan of your stuff I don't come from that at all yeah but I like that to me like I connect with that because it's just it's I, even though I'm not from it I can yeah. relate in a way that yeah that well there'll
1: be certain things you can relate to and there'll be certain mm-hmm. things that entertain you because you don't always want to hear a story what your neighbors up to, you want to hear things like what happened on the other side of the world. It yeah. intrigues people because it's different, but yeah, it's still so close. Mm. It's not out of reach, you know what I mean? And um, A lot of it is just the media feeds you, all the, the music they want you to hear, the, the images they want you to hear, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's good that we can finally get a voice because obviously there are people out there that want to hear this shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause I, cause. I I I really enjoy rap, but but Oz rap is definitely by far my favorite genre because it with American rap it's it can be good and a lot of it's you know there's more there's a lot of money and they're really like professional in it they've got their system working but yeah. it's harder for me to relate to like I I kind of explain it as you know why wouldn't you want to hear suburbs that you know in your yeah. music in that yeah. you listen to
1: or slang that you oh. actually use so Australia still heavily got that say fifty percent of the population still wanna do whatever America does and they're the people mm. that go to the club and want think they're bloody Usher or T Pain in the club and they yeah. want it. they get influenced by the music and they wanna live that image when really we should be talking about it's same shit but just we're our own people doing it because it's but there is a lot of different nationalities that won't relate fully to Aussie hip hop. Yeah. Like the like the Africans or something, they might not gel to it. Yeah. So but they might jump to the other stuff. So there's always going to be that divide. So doing the Western Sydney shit, it's just, um, it, uh, hopefully it opened the door, or it did open the door for people like them, later on with different cultures, to mm. say, alright, we're not fully aussie Ocker, but we're Australian, and yeah. this is where we're from.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because I think um, when I first started getting into listening to Australian rap, it was... Like 2012 is when I discovered your music and, and Curse's music was the first two Australian artists that I kind of clicked with. Like there was Bliss and Esso and there was Hilltop, but I didn't really, because it was radio stuff and I wasn't really connecting with it. Um, but then I found this other more independent kind of stuff that you guys were pushing. And when I started listening to it, it was, it was, it was like, I, I first discovered Cursor's music, which was don't fuck with Cursor because a few people in my in my high school class would play it as a joke yeah. during like class, and then I, and that was a little bit funny because they were swearing in it. But then yeah. I was like, oh, who is he? And I looked it up, and I was like, this is act- this is real shit, yeah. you know, from from the country that we're from. And then from that, I got into you, and which is even further away from my world. But I just thought it was really sick to see people, because you guys don't
1: get too much radio play at all, no, really it's in very Australia. Hard. Yeah, it's hard to get you on the radio when you do an album called Fuck Every Cunt <laughs> and they, gotta get it. they can't even say the name of your album on the radio yeah. but, but you said people like Bliss and Esso, them and Hijack and Torture were the only ones that were rap- repping the scene Hijack and Torture mm. fell off for their own reasons and the, and um, Bliss and Esso you couldn't tell that they were from Sydney one of them sounds like he's from fucking Canada or something mm. and the other one's talking about Magic Mushrooms and fairies and Lollipops and shit yeah. so they were never a true representative of the Sydney scene, I if you, I don't even know if they mentioned Sydney in their songs. I don't know, but they didn't. Yeah. They do not represent what Sydney is. They have a good commercial success, and I understand that. But they were to me, they were never a true representative of Sydney. Um, torture held it down for years. He's from the west. He's a very good lyricist. Hijacks from Bondi. They'll two walks of life. They did their thing. They're both good MCs, but. You know, when no one came out the gate repping our shit, and now it's now we have rappers coming up saying, "Oh, fuck West Sydney this, West Sydney that," so we've made it a thing that's we've branded it.
0: Yeah, well, that's you know, if someone's saying "fuck this," that means it's a thing. You know, that's yeah. all, that's an achievement. If people are, if people are, if it's big enough for someone to bag it and the listeners to recognize, oh, they're bagging this style of music. That means yeah. you've made it a thing. Yeah. So. That's an achievement
1: if someone's talking shit, and in we, my view. And we did it by accident. We didn't just go out to go West Sydney this, West Sydney that. That was because the cunts that were controlling the Sydney scene were from the city. Yeah. And they didn't like the cunts from the West because there's always the Westy thing, like people are poor or whatever it yep. is. And so they always wanted to think they were sicker than us. Mm. But then we made the poor thing being cool. And yep. now, now West Sydney's, all them cunts, none of them are around today. You know what I mean? And yep. we're still around because there was more in touch with reality than trying to be fucking something they're not. Trying to emulate Emulating something. these American yeah. cunts that are all about jewellery, cars and bitches and all that stuff. We weren't about that. We were about fucking bongs, fucking robbing cunts yeah. and fucking copping a sock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is very Australian. Bongs and sucks. That's about yeah, as Australian the, as you can get. Yeah, I know. So we kept it real to what it was, but they, from the outside, they would have like been terrified like... Fuck this cunt! And we used to go to shows and get drunk and really live it and mm. bash people. not I'm not saying like glorify bash people, but get into fights. fights. Just saying trouble follow us. Yeah. So what we were saying was getting reinforced in that. And my my idea of hip hop is is like let's all get in the room and see like if you're talking tough, we don't yeah. want to get off the monkey. Oh, that was cool rap, man. That was cool. Like, yeah. If you're talking tough, you better fucking back it up a bit. So when these cunts when we get in a battle, if these cunts said shit. It would be very easy for some people to get bashed outside the venue or something for saying yeah. the wrong thing. So it was more, I don't like fake rappers and nerd rappers and that. I like yeah. real rappers because it's like, it, we're, it, life is real in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not, um, all that get on the stage. And I'm going to say this about you. So it's shit is about is bullshit unless you're getting paid for it. And mm. you know what I mean? It's, a lot of shit doesn't come from the heart.
0: I think you can tell if someone's not being genuine in yeah. their in their music and or in any kind of industry if they're talking yeah. about what what they're doing it's very easy to see through that like even in in comedy when you're talking about the inner city of Sydney trying to keep everybody else ra- out yeah. I can relate with that there's <laughs> there's a massive scene in the middle of Melbourne who run all the all the comedy rooms and they just give yeah. spots to their mates and yeah. and they're all like oh how did you do oh shit oh that's I like say. I did shit they too and that so they cool. make it they feel okay and they're very scared of of people coming up like a new generation yeah. like it's it's a very fucking lame comparison but it's like the no. like the new brand of internet comedians who are coming yeah. up they all of the them. other stand-up guys who are oh we do stand-up and internet is
1: just a scam trying to guard their their shit yeah and a lot of rappers do that within the Sydney scene that's why you see all these rappers all these gutter rappers or street rappers whatever they want to call themselves fighting a Munstead shove because mm. they're dumb. If they all work together, we could all do shows constantly. More people would come, more people would be interested. The people are laughing watching these people go back and forth at each other. Half yeah. the scenes on the fucking pipe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if we all work together, that's why I'm working on my label now and I'm letting these up and coming kids, I'm going to give them a few people a chance. Like we're just doing some shit with Top Dog. Yeah. And, and some different shit and we're going to work together and you'll get further working together. <laughs> But the other states, they want to see West Sydney turn on itself too. Yeah, you of course, I mean?
0: because West Sydney seems to be almost at, at the yeah. uh, it'll be at the forefront of yeah. Australian
1: rap yeah. quite soon, and so everyone's kind of waiting for that to fall over. Me and Kirsten met back in the, the day at a studio in Blacktown, and when I met him, he was that keen to learn. Like he was like probably the third or fourth time he'd ever been in the studio, maybe yeah. less. So he was like he'd he'd heard of me, um, because yep. I'd already dropped some stuff. And he was asking me for advice, and I was happy. I never really liked to get along with rappers, because most of them were from the city. But mm-hmm. he was one of the first few. I go, oh, this guy's from a similar background to me. He comes yeah. from Campbelltown, housing commissions, I See that he's hungry. He's really giving it a go. And you've got to have a love for it. Not just yeah. be, fucking, I'm a tough car, I'm going to make this shit rhyme. But really have something going about you. And you don't want it. Yeah. And he, he had that from the start. And I was... I, I, usually most cunts I didn't work with. I worked with a couple of handful of people. A lot of I helped a lot of people that didn't have the drive that they should have had, mm. and I wasted a lot of time with them. But he he had the drive from the start. He was going to do it regardless, whether or not. And I was yeah. happy when he blew up because he knew, I knew that fuck. If it was going to be anyone besides myself, I'm glad it was him. Yeah, and not these cunts Yeah, you know what I mean. These other fuckwits, you know. So yeah, it's it's. It's no no
0: good helping somebody who's is gonna waste it because I've yeah. done that before. You yeah. know, yeah, you can open my shows and then they're yeah. wasting the opportunity and it's yeah. like it's, yeah. and it's. I used to
1: take five six cunts with me that would fuck me around and this that and just because I didn't like the spotlight myself, I wanted mm. to be the best rapper, but I couldn't give a fuck about doing shows. But but that's where you got to go to the next level and mm. you either don't, you either take it seriously, or you don't do it. You know So yeah. I, I have to step it up.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. And you, you have stepped it up, especially this year. You dropped four albums this year. Yeah. Which I thought was when you said you were going to do that, I was like, "There's no," I think he can do four albums, but there, I don't know if he can make them better because yeah. usually an album with every successive album you want to make it better. Yeah. But listening to all of them. They were all great, yeah. and, and but they all definitely got better. Like each yeah. album was a step up. Yeah, um, I thought, and it was like an album every three months, which I've never heard of any yeah. music artist
1: doing in I'll any genre. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Gucci Man drops thirteen songs a day. I I just need to be in the studio. There's no point. I just need the beats. You know, I and mean? you give yeah. me the right beats, I'll fucking I can do my my best is five songs in one day when I was straight and wasn't on pot and I was right. Blah, that's blah, insane. Blah. So yeah. and that's me having minimal distractions. I can do it. It's not a problem. You mm. know what I mean? It's just getting the beats, you know? i got fucking 12 mixtapes or something and that's because yeah. I had the lack of getting beats. Mm. But now, I've been lucky I was so backlogged and shit that it gave me enough time for this last six months. I haven't wrote fuck all and I can help work on other people's stuff. And yeah. I, but i got the next album halfway done so that'll be... And it's really good.
0: Yeah, that's great because um, what I thought was quite funny was your... Your the third album of this year was called Fuck Every Cunt. Yeah. Um. And you had a bit of dramas with
1: iTunes putting that up, didn't you? Yeah. Oh no, no, it wasn't that one. I had a, I had trouble. No, it got up. They just they just edited. It. They edited it. Yeah. I had trouble with the um, Cancel Drugs Forever cover just because I used the Glad bag sign. Ah. Oh, so yeah. So I re-edited it and used it. took out the Glad because that's it, someone else's yeah. logo. Yeah.
0: Um. And there was, I saw on, you posted a video, someone uh, obviously not associated with you spray painted a massive fuck every cunt yeah. uh, advertisement yeah, on, the M4. on the M4, which yeah. is a big highway in Sydney. It's like about, the wall's about
1: a three or four storey house high <laughs> by about two houses three houses wide.
0: That's amazing. So yeah. it's just this massive burner because obviously, fuck every cunt doesn't meet, uh, advertising standards. No, not really. It's a little bit offensive. Yeah. <laughs> so someone. It's good that you've got uh, good Samaritans that help. Someone out there that doing support it. the album, it yeah,
1: helped me a lot. And yeah, got word out there. People were, were talking about it that didn't know what it was. And, you know, it's just a thinking outside the box.
0: Yeah. No. It's that's. I think that's really cool. And I think that you know we need more of that. Just people coming like. Yeah. We need
1: more graffiti artists putting my name and my release dates on trains and walls everywhere throughout Australia. So if anyone's listening and they've got a marker in their bag yeah. or a spray can, Anything. Next get it hour, out now. We'll go on Facebook, see what the release date is and write it up and you'll have 10 years good luck. <laughs>
0: That's a fact. Or 10 um, months
1: in jail. Yeah, one of the two. Is that, is that still up there, that massive? Nah, it got covered. It got buffed the first night. Oh really? And then someone mysteriously went back and did it again, <laughs> and it lasted about two months after that.
0: Wow, yeah. that's that's amazing. Right. <laughs> they just probably gave up. They thought, oh, let we'll him, let we'll him have, have it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so what what's next for you after you after dropping four albums? What's In, the next thing that you're trying to do? Instead of
1: spending twelve months to do four albums, I'm going to spend twelve months to do probably two albums mm-hmm. that are and and. Um, Funnel them down a bit and just work on it. Make sure I'm, you know, make every song better than the last one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do two albums in the next twelve months that are twice as good than the four I've done. In yeah.
0: yeah. That's great. So, are you trying? To, what are you? Where are you trying to get with your music? Are you trying to get anywhere in particular? I said I just wanted to drop
1: an album, ten albums when I start, but now all I want to do is be able to live off it. Yeah. And if I can live off it, then I've got plenty of plenty of abuse and um stupid shit and there's probably a few facts in between that, that I could share with you if you want to pay me to like, <laughs> make him run
0: yeah no I think that's I think that's just about the most the, the best thing that any kind of artist doing anything could hope for is to just live off it even if you're not rich if you're not yeah. you know if famous, I can't live
1: off it I'm just going to do some stuff that really offends a lot of people yeah so either way I'll sort of feel like I did my part
0: yeah, as long as someone's angry, yeah, that's well, uh, that's what matters. Yeah, <laughs> um, a, a lot of people are really interested in how I kind of got involved with all of you guys and and the Oz rap scene. A lot because yeah. all people are always surprised. They would think that oh, I would think that you would take the piss out of that. Yeah, but it's it's something that I really really like and to kind of know like you you two guys, Cursor and Forte, are like my favorite artists in yeah. at a lot of like out of anything that i listen to yeah um and i think it's it's great to kind of you know know you personally and yeah. a lot of people are really interested how we kind of met do you
1: remember how we met i, I remember the lead up tour. i was in the i was at the studio recording some songs mm. and beat on i think i was working on like living proof or something and beat on he used to record me but he used to always want to. Show YouTube videos Oh look at this man Look at this man Oh I'm going to have a cigarette And I'm, I'm the sort of person I want to record I can do a song In 15 minutes I'm done You want to pump but it out he's, yeah. He wants to spend that 15 minutes Telling me some bullshit Showing me a film clip I couldn't give a fuck about Yeah And one day he's like Oh look at this guy man oh, He's got all these. He's got arrested He's got a current affair This that And I like, turn that shit off fuck <laughs> it. I don't even hear that shit <laughs> And then and I remember He say the name And then the, two weeks later I think You commented on one of the videos Yeah So I told him I go, hey, you wouldn't believe it. He's fucking, I told you to turn off. He's fucking messaged me. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, oh, bullshit, bullshit. And then I think we just corresponded through that. And then somehow, I think when we went to Melbourne, we met up. Was that right? Yeah, that was
0: it. That was at LMG Studios, I think.
1: Was that the first time? Yeah, I think so. Was it? I, I was, was taking it before a lot of that? I, I've, taken, I've taken a lot of things I shouldn't be taking.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're always trying to get me to do it. <laughs> yeah, and you never will. Nah, you'll get, maybe you'll get there one let's day. Let's
1: start a campaign, Lewis has, let's just start him on the pot first, because I've offered him a few things. Yeah. He won't even take the pot, but we'll work on the pot. Look, <laughs> I reckon his next biggest video will be him smoking pot for the first time. Yeah, see, because people
0: don't believe me that I don't do it. People are yeah. disappointed. When they I'm think you They think you're fried. Yeah, they yeah. think that, oh, you do Ping a pee, that means you must do it. I'm like, yeah. no, that just means that I, you know, I'm dead sober. I see what happens.
1: That's yeah. how I make. I remember that, it. See, smart cunts act like dumb cunts the fool dumb cunts. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's why Lewis is so good. Yeah. Because you know, he plays dumb a lot of other people, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes the dumber the shit, the, the wider audience you're going to attract. Because, let's just face it, a very small percentage of us are smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I think the way I see it people are
0: like oh how, why, why do you make fun of that shit if you don't do it and it's, it's here's how I do it If I, I, my theory is if I go out to a club and I'm dead sober uh, I remember every fucking thing that happens so that's how I make fun of shit that happens because I know exactly what happens whereas somebody who's, who goes out and gets really uh, drunk I think it takes them 10 goes uh, to patch together the information of what actually happens depends how drunk you get
1: you know what I mean if you, if you straight and you go to a club, you realise how shit clubs are, you shouldn't have went back the second time. Yeah. You, you see, clubs are just some fake bullshit. But you're right. But then there's sometimes, like, I will never say drugs have inspired me, but I've been off my fucking tits several times and thought of some cracker lines. You yeah. know what I mean? So, it could work either way. I still, you know what I mean? I can still get a couple of lines here and there. Pretty high right now. I think I'm functioning and all right. I got to drive home from here, 40 minutes. Yeah, well, I was, you know, I was only a little bit freaked out on the way here while yeah, you're driving. That was nothing, to, like you know. But um, I would not support drugs, but you know, they both have their advantages. you yeah. can be quick-witted mm. if you're not on it, but you know, because
0: my view is, I don't, I generally, I don't judge people for doing it. You know, I think it's yeah. a, it's a personal choice. Like if if it's if it's fucking your life and fucking people around There's, you, then. Oh, it's no good, but yeah. my 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 personal reason for not doing it is is I don't think I've ever seen myself, yeah. um, people around me like I've never seen it benefit someone in the long term. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm trying to everything. I'm trying to make every just everything that I do put like add on in a small way to where I want to end up. Yeah, and I've I've seen you know people smoke a bit of weed and come up with a good joke, but yeah. I've never seen them continuously, continuously do, it. do it and it then no, helps them
1: no they don't it's good if you've got fuck all to do yeah and like it makes things ten times harder to do I can write my best shit when I'm straight but um you know I do a lot of fun stuff in my life and I've got a lot of leisure time so why not be stoned when I do it <laughs> that's it
0: um alright so what we'll do now I'll ask you about uh just a couple of your, questions yeah I've got a couple of questions before we do that though you're starting a
1: label Yep. Yeah, at large. At large. Is it at large productions yeah. or? And we're gonna put Dog Top Dog's next clip out? We've Gotta to get Top Dog on the show next time you're in Sydney. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Top Dog. So yeah. for for those of you who don't know who Top Dog is, could you could
1: anyone even explain Top Dog? He's from Lithgow. he's got Williams syndrome. And yeah. he's made he's went viral making so, uh, rap songs on his swing in his backyard. Yeah. So I've just taken my model of what I'm doing i got you know a few things I've got the record label i give him help with some areas that he doesn't necessarily do himself yeah and we'll just see how it turns out so you hopefully we'll turn Top Dog into the next Snoop Dog. Yeah, he's already got a following, man. He's got a cult following. He's I love him,
0: man. I love Top Dog. I think he's people He's great. I I genuinely like with with zero malice in my heart. I genuinely yeah. enjoy everything that
1: he's doing. You could spend a night with him, and he'd make you laugh all night. He's a good guy. I like. Besides the music, I'll still hang out with him anytime.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people, you know, make fun... I think that's fucking low, to make fun of a dude with Williams Syndrome. Well, they, I don't
1: think a lot of people understand, and the internet's just full of fucking idiots. And yeah. We gutless cunts that want to fucking say shit. But if they... I've never once met a person saying anything straight to his face. No way. And I think people misunderstand him a bit. Um, so once we get full awareness of what he goes through and what he actually does, then it, all these haters will turn the fans in the end anyway. Yeah, I think so. I
0: think he's got a bright career ahead of him
1: in rap and
0: in whatever he wants to do. Because yeah. I, I, I would, uh, you know, I'd fucking love to do anything with that
1: dude. I think he's great. He's got a song coming out soon and a video clip it's called "Can I Touch Your Pussy." <laughs> so, It's sure and, to be a hit. So what? What's that about the song? Uh, it's uh, just me and him. I'm I'm featuring the chorus. And it's yeah. just about us asking people, "Can we touch their pussy?"
0: That's great. So you did a you did a film clip. How did How did the shoot for the film clip go?
1: went pretty crazy we got a penthouse he was in a pimp, pimp suit and he had fun he stayed the night and uh, just a whole lot of shit went down but um, you know that's some, you know if, yeah the walls
0: could talk <laughs> no you have to stay tuned for the clip um, all right, so for what I'd like to do now we 've got a couple of questions uh, they 're not about us unfortunately they 're just life advice questions, so yeah, I love
1: giving life advice
0: yeah so've got uh, we 've got the guru Forte here who 's going to help uh, all you sad cunts with your problems um, so we 've got a first question from uh, from mark who can 't spell uh, Mark wants to know he wants to pursue uh, rap, he really wants to do rap yeah. but um, He's, he's only 18, he's just finished high school, and he wants to know whether he should go to university to study music and yeah. production, yeah. or if he should just go out
1: there and, um, and make music. No, he shouldn't go, because you can't even make music or you can't. School's just gonna teach you the theory and how to make it. If you wanna make it, all the best beat makers I know, none of them went to school. Um, the one that did was Jimmy the Jen, he paid like 15 grand, he had to pay it off, and he got ripped off because he still can't record a song and um, so you either got it in you or you don't, spend those hours your spare hours, go on the net do tutorials, figure it out stop being a dumb cunt and if you have to ask us this question then you're probably going to make some other fucked up choices anyway, so I think maybe just, you know, ask a better question next time
0: Yeah, I think I think if with anything, if you really want to do it, like maybe not engineering, I think you need to go to school for engineering. You don't want to go build a bridge and kill some people. If you want to be a
1: technician and you want to mix the stuff, mix and master, you should do a course or find someone that could tutor you to do it. But they still like they only teach you so much. You got to do all the out of school research and learning about the latest technology, the plugins, the yeah. this, that. If a lot you... of
0: it is a is a lot of it's a gut feeling with creative stuff. Yeah. You can't I think the way I view it is is it's trying to going to school for a creative thing, they're trying to put the the creative the crazy creative mix of stuff and, and fit it into a box, an academic box. Yeah. Like you can't
1: teach singing like you can teach math formulas. You can't teach someone to be an artist. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can teach them the theory. So yeah, to answer your question mark, no, if it's in you, you'll learn it yourself. You'll teach it yourself, and just the more time you put into it, the better you'll be. Yeah,
0: um, and then the last question is from Tom. The last question is that it? one, two questions. Yeah, just two questions. Oh. Yeah, it's just uh, because well, we tend to get very in, in depth, and we're coming up at half an hour anyway. Anyway, so you got to go do your rehearsal. Um, so the last one is from Tom. Uh, now he wants to know he. He's really good friends with some with two guys now. It's Tom's gay? Yeah, Tom's in, Tom's the, the middle. He's a double adapter. <laughs> double adapter. Uh, so Tom is friends with two mates. They're they're anonymous. Um, so his first mate has a girlfriend uh, who has been dating his mate for over a year. Yeah, and he just found out that his girlfriend has cheated on his first friend with his second friend huh. uh, and he does he has no idea. Huh. What Nobody he wants to know is should he's really good friends with both of these huh. guys. Should he tell his friend that his girlfriend's cheated with his other friend? Should he dog one mate to save another? If
1: you if you really if you really want if he's a really good mate of yours and he's really you should all bend together, one of you should dig a hole. The other one should go get you know some yep. garbage bags. Yeah. Chop her up. You know, get some lime. Or you can some burn the bodies. I don't know. Like there's a couple of ways you can do it. Just take it to the cliff, some lookout somewhere, and push her off. And then just say like if there's three of you there, and you can one of you can be the witness. Like yep. say no, nah, or she fell. You know. Yeah. Put some cash. GTX on the edge of the rock or something. Go. Oh, let's go over there and have a look. You know, I don't know. Just knock the bitch, or yeah. Why well, you being a sad cunt, worried about your mate and all these sad feelings? Because there's a slut out there. You should be trying to fuck her too, and then all of you would get a root. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know yeah. She's, I
1: mean? she's got three. Off. Why don't you just all tag her at once and save time? So. And get pizza after or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Guru Vorte's
0: advice is to all three of you should fuck this What's girl. What's his name? Uh, his name is Tom. Kill yourself, Tom. <laughs> So, fuck her, and then all three of you fuck her, push her off a cliff, and never get kill pizza. her, then fuck her, and then... <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: all right, well, uh, with that, we'll wrap up the podcast. Be a dead root. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on Spearhead Sunday for day I yeah. think that's probably one of the more fucked questions we've had. Yeah. Well, no, the question was pretty solid. The answer was just fucked.
1: Yeah. I don't know, just do something, you know what I mean? Just yeah. try and cop a off her.
0: Yeah. All right, is there anything else you'd like to say? Do uh, you want to plug fuck, anything? Fuck
1: you, Tom and Mark, you sad cunts. What are you doing asking the laws for advice?
0: Yeah, I don't know anything. Call the kid's help line. right. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Have a shit one.